Do you feel overwhelmed by your circumstances? Are you trapped living each day in survival mode? Are you left feeling depleted and exhausted in everything you do, including your health journey? My mission is to help you break free from living this way and teach you how to grow strong from the inside out so that you can ditch the idea of measuring up to impossible standards and start enjoying the act of taking care of yourself instead of dreading it. Get ready to experience life-giving transformation through wellness, a 360-degree approach that nourishes your mind, body, and soul. Discover how you can achieve lasting results that will carry you throughout your health journey. So, please join me as we discuss fitness, faith, and fearless living. I'm Jessica Coleman, and this is Faithfully Fit Motherhood. Hello, friend. Welcome back to Faithfully Fit Motherhood. Today's episode is a continuation of the motherhood series, and we're just going to have a casual, fun conversation about the topic of different transitions now that I have gone through both. So the first one is going from zero to one baby versus one to two babies. And yeah, I just want to share what I have found, and I know it's different for everybody, um, but just kind of interesting to hear about. And yeah, I hope that you enjoy it. We're going to dive right in and I'm going to start with zero to one. So what I found with that transition was it was the hardest for the reason that it is completely brand new. You have so much to learn and your lifestyle is completely changed. You go from basically having time to do anything you like. You have all of your own time. Um, you know, you're focused basically basically just on yourself and your husband who your husband is already independent. He has his own things that he can do. So um it's definitely a huge trans transition in the sense that your time is now shared in a very different way. Like this baby depends on you. So that was a huge thing. For me, also transitioning into staying at home versus, you know, working full time, that was a huge change as well. Um, I enjoyed it. I always wanted to be a stay-at-home mom and work was never really my first priority anyways, but it's still considering considering that was it was still a hard transition because you just get into such a routine. You get so used to your daily tasks, your daily uh, schedules, and it just completely flips. So I found that to be the hardest for the first transition. That being said, I also want to mention that it's completely, totally normal that this transition also affects your relationship with your spouse. Because like I said before, you were two independent people just kind of going through the motions, going through your days. Um, and now these two independent people are coming together to nurture this little baby. So you're going to be learning a lot about your parenting styles, um, you know, how you handle all of the <laughs> things that come with having a baby, like lack of sleep and, you know, the roles of changing diapers and all of that stuff. Like it's a huge change 
not only with yourself and, you know, this baby, but with your spouse. So I was going to do a separate episode on nurturing your relationship with your spouse, but I think I'm going to condense it into this episode, have a little side thing on it like I'm doing now (laughs) and go from there. But if you guys want me to do like a really specific episode about it, let me know if you want to know more detail on it. But um, yeah, I just want to say that that was something that we really found in the first um, like postpartum experience, first time having a child was we were really in that learning phase. And, you know, you're, you're going to find there's going to be a lot of times where you just have to take a second and just talk. I learned um, in our second experience, the best way to combat the big change and the big transition and to help become a team, communication's huge. And I know that's huge in any any season of life for a marriage, but with this, it's even more, you know? And the problem is, of course, you're not going to have as much time to set aside for that communication because your baby will need you. But in if you feel like you're getting to a point where you're you're struggling or you know just things aren't meshing try to somehow prioritize it in any way that you can possibly any way you possibly can because it will benefit you so much when you and your spouse are on the same page so something that we didn't really do in our first um round of postpartum but for this second baby we have just allotted a time and it's usually about an hour after both kids are in bed. They usually at least are guaranteed an hour. <laughs> like the baby at least sleeps an hour when I put him down for his sleep at around eight. So we have, you know, at least an hour to just talk, catch up, see where we're at, you know, like where are we mentally? Where are we emotionally? What's going on in our lives? <laughs> All of the things, just taking an hour each night after our day is over to just talk. And that has been huge. And to be really vulnerable and open. And that was something maybe I wasn't so good at the first time. I didn't want to admit the struggles I was having. I didn't want to go into detail about what I was experiencing because I was afraid. I thought that it should be that I should be able to handle it. I was believing this lie that I just should be natural at being a mom and this should be like a piece of cake. <laughs> and yeah, uh, no, <laughs> no. So I I held back a lot of things my first time um, with my first baby. So I highly recommend just, you know, being vulnerable, telling your spouse where you're at and encouraging them to share where they're at as well. And having sympathy and empathy and just, you know, compassion for each other because this is huge. This is a transition. I mean, you can have the most well-oiled machine marriage in the world, but this is, this is like a new gear in your machine. This is a whole new thing, a whole new system. So you're going to have to get used to a new system and there's bound to be some trip ups. So (laughs) Um, and just, you know, don't be discouraged. I promise you, you will work through it. It'll be okay. But 
yeah, like I said, I would highly recommend finding some way, whether that's date night or even just setting aside time every night or every morning, however it is, to just decompress, talk to each other, communicate, and level with each other. Be vulnerable. Say what's on your mind. Be real. Be raw. Now, I also will say something that I learned that in the first time, like going from zero to one, you kind of feel like when you're in the midst of it, it's it can sometimes become chaos <laughs> and then you wonder if it's always going to be that way. But at least I have found that as time goes on, normalcy will come back. Things will even out and get level. And of course, it'll be different. It's never going to be the same as before baby, but that is fine. It's wonderful and awesome and beautiful in its own way, but it will become less chaotic um, as time goes on. So don't get discouraged. Um, And, you know, you will get that time back again at some point to, you know, hang out with your spouse a little bit more than when they're that newborn phase. Another thing I found was it was a little harder on the financial side of things because when you have your first baby, a lot of it is starting from scratch with your baby supplies. Um, It is nice if you have someone who can give you a lot of hand-me-downs. That is awesome. Um, But we did have a lot of hand-me-downs, which I'm very grateful for, but there were some things that you just had to invest in at the beginning. Like we invested in a crib, um, you know, and a car seat, those type of things. They're quite big expenses in the beginning. So I would say that was a little tougher the first go around and then it's nicer um, that you can kind of use them the next time. You just save all your stuff and you just bring it out when you have your next baby. And then the final thing that I found in the zero to one phase that I did find to be, um, you know, a little bit of the easier part of it is when the baby is sleeping, you do have more downtime. Um, And by that, I mean that you're not dealing with another baby, which is something I found in the phase of having going from one to two. Um, You know, you're you're a little bit more free to just kind of focus on one thing um, just because you don't have another child in the picture that's needing you in the moment. So that's one thing that I did find to be a little bit easier in that phase is that you actually had the downtime. So that, I guess, kind of rolls us into the one to two phase. Um, It's definitely a lot busier. Even when the baby is sleeping, you have a toddler that needs you. And there's just, it just feels like there's not as much time to just recharge. So that is something that has been a huge thing for me to transition into this go around. I would actually say that's probably the most challenging part of this time is that there is no downtime. And you know, it's just that much busier. I know a lot of people, I even asked this question too, before I had my second, it's like, what age gap is the best? Like what, what's the easiest? And our experience was that our kids are three years apart. And our kind of thinking with that was, you know, the second one's, or sorry, the first one's going to be a lot more independent and it'll just make the transition a little smoother. While I say, yes, that diff definitely did help. 
it's still going to be hard because <laughs> a toddler is going through a lot of de- developmental changes as well. So you're dealing with tantrums, you're dealing with potty training, you're dealing with a bunch of other things that they are transitioning into as well. So I would say there's really no perfect age gap. I think it's just going to have its own set of challenges just depending on what that age gap is. And either way, you're going to get through it because you're strong and you're wonderful and you're amazing mama. So don't be discouraged. It's going to be okay. Um, But yeah, I don't think there's a perfect age gap, but just depends on your preferences, what you want to kind of experience. Um, Another thing that I found challenging too was that the toddler can affect the routine of the new baby. In that, I mean, (laughs) the baby just, it's a little harder to establish their routine when it was just Wyatt the first time, like my first baby. I could totally put him into a routine because it was just me and him. Now adding Tucker, my second baby, and Wyatt wants to play and, you know, he wants to have fun, but baby wants to sleep and then he can't sleep because there's noise or maybe, you know, something happened and the toddler needs me. So then we can't, we have to maybe, um, prolong a nap or however it is, it's just a little bit harder to establish the baby's routine because it's just, we just have so many other moving parts. So that's another thing I found hard. Uh, But some of the things that I found really good about the transition of one to two was definitely more confidence, which I had mentioned before in a previous episode. You just feel like you know what to expect. Of course, every baby's different, but it's just it, you just feel more confident. And as I'm, I imagine as you get more and more kids, you just feel more and more confident. So definitely that was an awesome part of it. Um, and also, again, that you have a stash of baby items from your previous baby. So it just works. You just can bring up the stash of what they had and you can just kind of go on that continuum and you're not investing as much money the second go around. Now, if I were to be asked the question, which one is harder? Um, I feel like this is definitely a personal question. I feel as though every mom would have a different answer because it's just dependent on you know your own experiences. But for my case, I would say that the hardest one was definitely zero to one for us, for sure. For me, for sure. Um, I just, I, I'm the type of person who's a hands-on learner. So the, when I do something for the first time, it's really messy. (laughs) I'm like a lot of growing pains, just tons. And so that was really hard. I, I did a lot of things the first time, um, that I definitely didn't want to do the second time, uh, because I just, I knew it didn't work. And it didn't, it didn't help us thrive. So definitely for me, it was zero to one because it was all new. Um, one to two is still challenging in its own ways, but I like to be a master of my skills. I like to be, I am, I mean, I'm sure we've all caught on to the fact that I like to steer towards perfectionism, which is something I struggle with. But, um, yeah, I definitely like to be confident in what I do and master my skills. So definitely zero to one was hardest for me. (laughs) But no matter what, like I said, mama, you are going to do great. And it's 
going to be hard no matter what (laughs) because raising kids is not easy. It's going to be beautiful and it's going to be wonderful and it's going to have its moments of joy just as much as it has moments of hard. So be encouraged. Whatever you have to face, you will be able to face it with strength and, um, you know, rely on those things that help you get through. For me, it was faith and, you know, keeping myself healthy, mind, body, and soul. So, you know, and, and allow yourself to learn, give yourself grace. That was a huge thing for me this time is giving myself grace because man, oh man, when you're a perfectionist, you don't like to give yourself grace. You want to do it right the first time, (laughs) but motherhood is a journey and there are no easy seasons and there are no easy moments and we just have to learn through them (laughs) and it's going to be okay. You're the perfect mom for your baby and there's a reason that God brought that baby into your life and you're going to do great. So sending love through the microphone, through this podcast episode. Um, And I haven't said that yet. Oh my goodness. We're doing this whole motherhood series and I have not yet said that you are doing a great job, mama. You are amazing. You are wonderful. And I'm so proud of you. And yeah, this is not easy, but it is worth it. And if you ever need support, I am here. Message me, um, you know, send me a DM, whatever you feel comfortable doing. And yeah, I hope this episode was fun for you. I hope that you enjoyed it and I hope you're enjoying the series. I think we have one episode left coming up. So keep an eye out for that. And thank you again for joining me. I hope you're having an awesome day. And until next episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that what we talked about encouraged you. I'm so glad you're here and always know that I'm cheering you on. Want more resources? Visit my website, www.faithfullyfitmotherhoodandwellnessinc.mykajabi.com or contact me anytime on Instagram at jess.coleman. Also, if you enjoyed the podcast, please screenshot this episode and share it on your social media so that we can continue to spread the mission of living in the abundance God has intended for us. We are here to serve and lead each other to Christ. So let's set this world on fire with God's love. Be blessed, friend. Until next time, this is Faithfully Fit Motherhood.